Hey y'all, what's up? It's your girl Jazz, and I'm back at it again with T Moore and Queen E. What's going on, everybody? Hey y'all. Um, so we have a really exciting show going on today. We're gonna talk with who are we talking to? Jen? Tell me about it. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm kind of happy about this one because this is my mentor, like my big brother, um, Dr. Alex Ellis, and he'll be joining us from New Jersey. He'll he'll be calling in a little bit later. Um, and he's going to be talking about fashion and branding. And it's kind of unique because it kind of doesn't, you don't hear that a lot in advertising in the, in the whole media world too much. So, so yeah, he's going to be joining us later, dropping some gems. What's up? Yeah, we're keeping it a little more chill for you guys this week. We've got a lot of cool R&B tracks for y'all to jam out to today. But before we get into all of that, what's going on in the world, y'all? Let's talk a little <laughs> bit of current events, mad life. Okay, okay. The, the first current event that we definitely need to touch on is that last week, Evolve posted their first lemonade stand. Oh, yes, it was dope. And it was the dopest lemonade stand we've had thus far. And I'm not saying that because, you know, I put it on. But <laughs> Shout out to Jess. <laughs> hey, yeah, she, did, yeah, she did do her thing. She but did we, too. we got a lot of feedback. So uh, last week's theme was all about networking, remix, and expanding everyone's network. And we were able to... Uh, remix up to 75 people's network in a matter of three hours. So I just want to say shout out to Evolve. Like, we really evolved in that moment. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah, I got to go to the Facebook page, uh, kind of check out all the pictures too, because we had like a full recap. So, like, you really get a chance to see what was going on, see who was in the building. Uh, I mean, Jazz, she did her thing. It was some heavy hitters in the building. And then, like, you know, the whole MGP fam was there. So, you know, we did our thing. It was pretty dope. What else is going on in the world? So, did y'all see the BET Awards? Yes. Okay, so we don't have cable. And <laughs> I had to face tell my boyfriend to watch it. But I saw it, and, and Facebook helped me catch up, too. So. But did you see the BET Awards? Jesse, Jesse Williams. Did no, he not go hard? Like, did he not go hard? Not even that. Beyonce and Kendrick Lamar gave me my life. There were so many like cultural references, and I was just like, yes. And then he was out there hopping like a cue, and she was like strolling like a Delta, but that's a whole different feeling. <laughs> but it was funny. You see the memes. You see the memes. So it was. It was really good. Hey, I'm telling you, in Greek life is global. Oh. It's a pretty dope thing. Right. Shout out to all the good brothers at AFI. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. You know, right. Alpha Ada, what's going on? Bad segue. <laughs> Bad segue. Anyways, so so what 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 was your your favorite part from the BET Awards aside from Jesse Williams? Oh, that was my favorite part. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, like, I'm, I'm sorry, like that overdid, like that overdid the performances for me. Like that was a performance within itself. So yeah. I was like, that was. I, I think I like turned it off after that. No. I was just like, this is life. When I saw the Prince tributes from Sheila E, like. I'm a big time Prince fan, mm-hmm. so like tears were shed at that oh. moment. Like my soul was given to me. I love you, Prince. But yeah, so that was that was my favorite for me. I mean, it wasn't really my favorite part, but it was, like, a part where, like, this dude was, like, wearing these Prince chaps, and I was, like, kind of, I was throwing off. <laughs> I was throwing off. Like, his cheeks was out, and I was, like, what's going on with this? Yeah, like, it's going too far. Yeah, the channel is in Prince. Nah. Wait, wait, speaking of Prince, are we going to play some Prince today? I, I, I think we need I, to. I'm, I'm going to put that on. I'm going to put that on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? We're going to go ahead and hop into that purple rain real quick. Uh, <laughs> you, man, Prince, man. Shout out to the legend. Oh, I 
call the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. Yeah, yeah. To all my peoples in the struggle, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, baby, baby. Shake it, shake it. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The ha, the ha. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight because I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kick and Free. Funk Master Flex, Love Bug Star Ski. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. And if you don't know, now you know, you know. Personal with Robin Leach, yeah. and I'm far from cheap. I smoke soap with my peeps all day. Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way. The Moet and Alize keep me pissy. Girls used to diss me, now they write letters cause they miss me. I never thought it could happen, this rapping stuff. I was too used to packing gats and stuff. Now honeys play me close like butter play toast. From the Mississippi down to the East Coast. Condos and Queens in dope for weeks. Hey guys, welcome back from the break. Uh, now is the time we've all been waiting for. We're about to bring on our guest for the evening. Tim, tell them who it is. So before we bring on this amazing, iconic gentleman here, he's going to be talking about fashion and branding. So everything that we've talked about thus far is pretty much about direct with the industry. But we're going to kind of take a little spin on it because marketing and advertising is still like all about personal branding. So I just kind of wanted you guys to kind of know what this gentleman is about to be talking about. So, Erica, let him know who this guy is. All right, y'all. This man's pretty impressive. Uh, he was recently honored as one of Black Enterprises' 100 Modern Men, and he's pretty much redefining the meaning of style. He's an award-winning author, motivational speaker, activist, custom clother, mentor, and gentleman of distinction. Dr. Ellis is the CEO and founder of Tied to Greatness, this international outreach program strives to holistically improve the character and self-esteem of young men so they will recognize the power of their self-image and ultimately make better life choices. Dr. Ellis is also the owner of Simply Ellis, a custom clothing company that specializes in custom suits, shirts, and men's accessories. Okay, okay. I mean, this is a pretty impressive resume here. So without any further ado, everyone, please give a warm round for Dr. Alex. Oh, Ellis. <laughs> good evening, Timothy. How you doing? I'm good, and you, man? How you feeling? I am feeling great. It's a pleasure to be with you guys this evening. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, no problem, man. It is our pleasure. So, look, man, let us know a little bit about, like, some of the things that you that you do. Like, let us know who you are. So, I'm Dr. Alex Ellis. I'm in, and as you Briefly mentioned in the bio, an award-winning author. I'm the author of Restoring the Male Image, A Look from the Inside Out. Um, I am also um, a motivational speaker who travels nationally, um, just sharing with 
anyone who de- desires to defy mediocrity, anyone that wants to live life to the fullest expression of who they are, uh, that that's me. And so I've been privileged to do um, a lot of work with um, the Disney Dreamers Academy. I've been working with them for the last eight years, along with um, Steve Harvey and the Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation. I do a, quite a bit of work with Neo and uh, his Compound Foundation. Um, I am currently on tour with... Uh, the UNCF, the United Negro College Fund, and their Empower Me Tour, which goes to colleges and universities across the nation. Of course, as we all know, uh, teaching young adults that the mind is a terrible thing to waste. And so, um, you know, God has opened some tremendous doors and allowed me to um, work with and for some great people. And um, I'm really um, just really excited to to be with you guys this evening and to share with you um, more about what I do and about fashion and personal branding. Okay, man, definitely. We appreciate it. So, like, how did you get started in this? Like, what really, like, ignited you to kind of say, hey, I'm going to take this leap of faith and I'm going to press on and press out? Well, I'll start by saying this. Um, I believe in life when you're trying to identify um, what your your purpose is, if you look throughout your life, you'll see um, a thread. Like, there's a thread that... Um, you'll find pull throughout your entire life. So even as a kid, my parents had me involved in oratorical contests or um, I would do different speeches at church or um, I would find myself in public speaking classes in college, Toastmasters and those types of debate club and those types of things, you know, not knowing that, Eventually, I would um, both be a preacher um, as well as a motivational speaking and speak for a living. But as I look back throughout my life, I was doing it the whole time, not realizing that there was a greater purpose in in it all from the start. And so um, after graduating college, well, let me say this. I grad, I'm a graduate of North Carolina A&T State University. So Aggie pride to all the Aggies that are listening. And uh, so I graduated with a degree in industrial engineering. And it sounds impressive, but um, halfway through, you know, my matriculating at A&T, I realized engineering is not what I want to do. And I found that out in a calculus four class. I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, this is not me. Um, But to be honest, my parents didn't have enough money for me to start over declaring a brand new major. So I decided to just tough it out and and to graduate, realizing that um, that people would still respect the fact that I had an engineering degree, even if I wasn't working in the engineering profession. And so I graduated with this degree in engineering, and I'm like, man, well, where do I go from here? This I know this is not what I want to do with my life. And so 
I ended up graduating and, and, you know, just working a couple of jobs, uh, just random jobs. Worked at Merrill Lynch for a number of years. I worked at um, Panasonic for a number of their corporate office for a number of years. Um, But then I realized that there were two things that were driving forces in my life. There was a call of God to preach, um, and so I... I enrolled in the New Brunswick Theological Seminary to get my master's in theology. And so I knew that's what I, I, you know, I knew there was a call of God upon my life with respect to preaching. But I also knew that I had a passion for fashion, that people were always asking me, Alex, can you style me? Um, I'm getting married, or my son is going to the prom, or I got my income tax check, and I want to, you know, upgrade my wardrobe. Can you do some personal shopping for me? And I was doing those things just because it came natural. I just had a natural eye for fashion. Um, And it was just something I was just doing just for, for... you know, just my own leisure for pleasure. And um, and I was watching MTV one day, and I was watching, um, they were doing an interview with, with Puffy, and um, I saw this guy, um, Fosworth Bentley, and he was fixing Puffy's pocket square, and he was, you know, making sure he was looking sharp. And I'm like, man, this dude, he looks a lot like me um, with what he was doing. And um, I realized, like, man, this dude is on TV. He's, you know, doing well. He's he's starting to build a successful career. And um, I says, man, I want to do that. And I I began to realize that what I was doing for free, people were getting paid a whole lot of money to do. And so then I realized that in order for other people to take you serious, you have to take yourself serious first. And so I really began to seriously immerse myself in the fashion industry and um, really began to study, went went on to get certifications and to ultimately start my own custom clothing line and men's accessories and all of those things. And, um, man, it has just led to such a fulfilled a fulfilled life and career. So um, that was that was the yeah that was the custom, the beginning of my custom clothing business yeah. Man, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah, uh, just to kind of touch on that, like fashion is such an exciting industry. Can you can you tell us about some of the projects that that uh, I guess that path has led you to, like some exciting things you've worked on? Sure. So with custom clothing. Um, you know, custom clothing is a luxury industry. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so custom clothing—the prices for custom clothing is a lot, is a is a is a much larger investment than if you're buying something. You're just going into a regular store. Uh, you go into Macy's and just picking up a business. You know, so this is it's a much more expensive price bracket. Um, and so my clients, you know, therefore are you know more affluent clients to be able to afford the price tag that comes with custom clothing. And so I've had the opportunity to work with, 
you know, some some great pastors and bishops and great businessmen. Um, I've been um, privileged with the honor of, of doing custom clothing for Steve Harvey and uh, actor Lamont Rucker, you know, and the number of other of other clients that I've been able to acquire over the years. And um, it's just been so rewarding. And um, and so um, let me say this, at, you know, at the height of my custom clothing business, um, probably about eight years ago, um, it was the height, at the same time, it was the height of the sagging jeans craze. So all of the young brothers were sagging their jeans, and oh, man, it was driving me bonkers just to see, you know, our young men thinking that it is really cool for other people to see your underwear. And so um, I was driving one day, and I saw this young brother, and, you know, his jeans were sagging, and they were they were sagging to the degree that he he was kind of walking like a penguin, like trying to keep his jeans from, like, totally falling by his ankles. And, um, you know, I just kind of pulled over, you know, was just, you know, just talking to him. I was like, hey, man, listen, you know, people um, judge you based on how you look, and I'm sure you're really an amazing young brother, but, you know, just give thought to, you know, how you're presenting yourself um, to other people and, and think is this the, you know, the best expression of who you are. And so that day I really felt challenged by God um, to really do something about helping this young man. And um, and I decided to to launch my own nonprofit called Tied to Greatness um, with an effort to impact the image, character, and esteem of inner-city high school males. And so ever since then, I've been traveling the country um, doing programming for um, for young men in uh, inner city high schools, and it's amazing. The young brothers they come in and they think they're getting out of class, and they go and just chill out and hang out in an auditorium, and they walk in the door and they're greeted by all of these adult men who are, you know, well-dressed, who are successful, accomplished, educated, poised men um, who have just come to spend the afternoon with them, to share with them what it's taken them, what it's cost them to become successful, and to really pour into them um, a a number of principles concerning manhood, one of which is – you know, dressing for not for where you are, but for where you're going. And we believe that our young men have so much value and so much potential. And we just want to make sure that they showcase that to the world. Man, that that is that is very big. I know that like I know when I first met you, man. I know you were definitely you know dressed to the T, and, and you were definitely that that iconic person. So one thing that I have a question about is like. So we're in the advertising industry, right? And I know a lot of people think that, you know, offices are dressed to just, you know, plaid shirts and, you know, loafers. But, like, what is, like, what do you really think the importance is? You've been in the corporate world. So how important is, like, fashion in, like, the corporate world? Oh, it's it's critically important, you know. And, and oftentimes um, a person will ask me, well, what's appropriate for an interview um, because the job that I'm going for, you know, I've even talked to young guys that say, you know, the job I'm going for, I'm going to be working in a warehouse. Um, 
so do you think it's okay for for me to wear khakis and a button down? And I, I, my response to them is, do you want to continue to work in the warehouse? No, 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 Dr. Ellis, this is just the beginning, man. This is, I'm just going to start in a warehouse. But, you know, I have ambitions of, you know, having that corner office one day. I said, okay, so let's go into the interview dressed like we're going for the for the corner office job. You know, and again, because, again, we're dressing not for where we are, but for where we ultimately um, desire to be. And and I think when it comes to, you know, dressing for interviews, you need a suit. You know, every man um, needs a suit. And, and, and let me, I'll take it a step further. And ladies, you need a business suit as well. So, Dr. Ellis, uh, you talked a little bit about what women should wear as well, but I know your main focus is obviously on young men. Have you ever thought about expanding this to um, for, like, men and women? Because I know some of our young ladies out here could definitely use some guidance in this department. Sure. So I've traveled. My, my biggest audience now as a motivational speaker are colleges and are, are students um, matriculating through college, colleges and universities. And so I, I do a co-ed presentation for young men and for young ladies, you know, really, you know, really sharing with both of them the importance and the power of image. Like, so, for example, let's, let's take um, corporate attire for ladies. And so I express to two ladies that, listen, What's what's most important about um, what you present when you go to an interview is not your physical aesthetic. And so I know that you've been in the gym. I know that you have beautiful curves. But the focus is not your physicality on an interview. The focus is the talent, the gift, the ability, the education, the the wisdom, the experience that you bring to the table as a potential employer. And so with that being said, then your skirt needs to be to your knee, not mm-hmm. some really short skirt, because this job, this this job is not about your size. You know, this mm-hmm. job is not about your cleavage. So then make sure that your blouse is properly buttoned so that there's not excessive cleavage showing. Now, again, what you wear after work, what you wear on the weekend, what you wear when you're out with friends, that's something totally different. But there is a difference between what you wear to the club and then what you wear on a business interview. And so modesty is key. Again, you just want to get into the door so we want to make sure that you don't do things that deter you from from having that opportunity. So let me let me also add this because each job and industry has different rules. And so I I often get people asking me, well, is it okay is it okay for is it okay for me to, you know, rock my dreads? on this interview or is it okay for me to keep my earring earrings in my ear as a as a man or is it is it okay for me to have tattoos you know and all of those things depending on the industry the rules vary so what's appropriate if you're going on an interview at Google um might not be appropriate 
if you're going for an interview at a law firm. You know what I'm saying? And so you have to research your industry to see what the rules are for that particular industry and even more specifically for that particular company. So for some companies, you know, dreads are fine. And then from other companies, they might not, they might frown on dreads or they might frown on um, colored nail polish or something like that. So again, you have to do your due diligence on the front end to make sure that how you're presenting yourself does not work against you. Give us like three points. Um, that we can kind of keep in mind as we, as we matriculate and we move through and we grow in our industries and our personal lives and that's even possibly doing like our own endeavors. Well, well, number one, I'll say never, never underestimate the power of your image. Um, there have been times when I have walked in the store and have been totally overlooked by the sales staff. Like, and I'm six six, so I'm I'm pretty hard to overlook. But I've gone back to that same store, maybe coming from church or coming from a business meeting, man, and those people are tripping over themselves to accommodate me. Um, why? Because. Prior to me opening my mouth, my image is speaking for me. And so when I come into a store and I'm looking like I'm ready to take care of business, people treat me accordingly. Now, I will admit, do you think it's fair that people um, make judgments of you simply based on how you look? No, I don't think it's fair. Um, but that is the reality of the world that we live in. And so I, I've always admonished people to use your image to work for you and not against you. Um, because just as people can misjudge you, um, you can also gain favor, you know, and prefer by you taking your image seriously. So I would encourage I would encourage you to really, really never underestimate the power of your image. I would also I would also say this is that your image is worth investing in. And so, you know, invest in your image. You know, I talk to so many um college students that have the latest pair of Jordans but don't own a suit. You know, that you know, their hair, they've spent $400 on their weave, but they don't own a business suit, you know? And uh, and if you believe that, you know, that you're really going somewhere in life and that you have a bright future and that opportunities are going to be afforded you at some point in life, you want to make sure that the, the saying goes like this, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And so you never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to come in contact with, and you don't want to have to scramble to get ready. That, that, that's amazing. I learn something every time I talk to you, man. So how can the people connect with you? Because I know we're, we're about to, you know, kind of hop into another music break before we let you go. Um, but we just want to figure out how can the people get with you, man? How can they follow you, follow your movement, and also see what you have coming up in the future? Sure. You can follow me at DrAlexEllis.com. Hey, well, look, we appreciate you taking the time, man. As always, we understand now image is power. So, again, we appreciate you, man, and be blessed. Thank you. The pleasure was mine. Man. It was a pleasure meeting right, you all. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. See you later, man. All right. God bless. You can be me when you look this clean. I'm a classic man.
Alex Ellis, and he came on to give us some great fashion tips as well as some personal branding advice. Thank you so much, Dr. Ellis, for coming on and sharing with us all of your knowledge and wisdom, and hopefully our listeners can go out and conquer the world fashionably. Um, if you want, you can follow him at Dr. Alex Ellis on Instagram and Twitter, or visit his website at DrAlexEllis.com. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for all of your time, Dr. Ellis. It was great having you on, man. But team, everybody, y'all can stay up to date with Team Evolve at Let's Evolve on Instagram and Twitter. And then you can also check us out and follow us on our Facebook page. Uh, just hop in Evolve Creative Agency. And then also definitely head over to the website so you can get a chance to know the team a little bit more at www.letsevolve.co. Until next time, the world, we out. Bye. Bye, guys. Evolve Radio! Join us on the drum next Tuesday at 7 p.m.